Welcome to WTVU News Today, I'm Melandronico. Boston began to enter spring yesterday with sunny skies and temps hitting the 50s across the city. Unfortunately for those who are a little bit extra cold-blooded, temperatures today are expected to drop to a high of 43 and a low of 23. Tomorrow looks similarly chilly with warmer temps and rain expected through this weekend. Now we'll move into the Boston University COVID-19 dashboard update. On February 23rd, 15 members of the Boston University community tested positive for COVID-19. 13 of them were students and two were employees. After a short dip in positive cases, BU's student positivity is going back up. For the week of February 17th to February 23rd, 0.47% of tested students were deemed positive for the coronavirus, with 0.12% of tested faculty and 0.26% of tested staff also testing positive. On average, BU's lab took 16.9 hours to process each test. 75 students are currently in isolation, and 955 have recovered from the disease. Sarah Weinberg is here now to report on a recent panel held on campus. On Wednesday, Dr. Ibram X. Kendi, the founder of the BU Center for Anti-Racist Research, led a conversation panel over Zoom that was open to all BU students. The panel, hosted by the Howard Thurman Center for Common Ground, is part of a new monthly conversation series about fighting racism and discrimination. The Howard Thurman Center serves as a place for all BU students to come together and learn from one another through community conversations. There are several programs offered by the Howard Thurman Center that BU students can participate in, ranging from arts and media to leadership, culture, and community. The monthly Zoom panels with Dr. Kendi allows the Howard Thurman Center to continue holding large, engaging community events while following COVID-19 protocols. From Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Sarah Weinberg for WTBU. Joining us now is Megan Forsyth with a story for Massachusetts hospitals. Nurses at a Massachusetts hospital set a strike date after voicing concerns of understaffing and patient safety. 800 nurses from St. Vincent Hospital in Worcester plan to strike on March 8th after 17 months of contract negotiations. The nurses claim that the hospital has not addressed their concerns about inadequate staffing, putting patient health in jeopardy. The nurses are asking for a medical-surgical patient-to-nurse ratio to be decreased from 5 to 1 to 4 to 1. While 5 and 4 are industry standards, a ratio of 4 patients to 1 nurse has been proven to lower deaths by the thousands. Frontline nurse Marlena Pellegrino said, quote, While it is an agonizing decision to decide to strike, we are committed to do so unless tenant comes to its senses and finally puts its concerns for patients ahead of its desire to increase its profits, end quote. The hospital says it has been listening attentively, but gave its final contract offer on January 28th and will bring in replacement workers if the strike occurs. I'm Megan Forsyth, reporting from Orange County, California. And now we'll head over to Sophie Jin for a story out of the United Nations. Secretary of State Antony Blinken announced on Wednesday that he is recommitting the U.S. to rejoin the United Nations Human Rights Council. In a video speech at the U.N.'s top human rights body meeting, Blinken stated that the U.S. is currently seeking support for its election into the Council for the 2022-2024 term. This comes nearly three years after former President Donald Trump withdrew the U.S. from the Council for its alleged bias against Israel. 
Blinken upheld this point by stating that the UN does not need to re-examine how it conducts business and look at their unfair view and focus on Israel. At this time, the USSC is currently classified as observer status. The UN General Assembly will vote in October to determine membership on the 47-member council. From Boston, Massachusetts, I'm Sophie Jin for WTVU News. Next, a story regarding new strains of coronavirus from May Sabin. Researchers at the University of California, San Francisco are now ready to label California's unique strain of the coronavirus, B1427, as a, quote, variant of concern, end quote. The strain was first discovered in early September, around six months into the pandemic. This move would place B1427 in line with the devastating strains of coronavirus found in South Africa, Brazil, and the United Kingdom. California's strain is far more deadly than the average infection because it contains three mutations on its spike protein that allows the new strain to latch onto healthy human cells with more efficiency. Studies have also found B1427 is more resistant to the antibodies found in the recently developed COVID-19 vaccines, cutting vaccines' efficacy in half. Dr. Charles Chu, lead researcher at UCF, UCSF, conducted a statewide analysis of the new COVID-19 strain, saying, quote, the devil is already here, end quote. Chu worries that by the end of February, B1427 will be the cause of around 90% of new California infections. This is particularly worrisome as Chu studies have found the new strain is far more commonly linked to severe illness, hospitalization, and death in infected patients. Out of 324 patients tested at UCFF, UCSF, those with B1427 were around 11 times more likely to be admitted to the ICU and face severe health complications than patients infected with previous viral strains. And that's May Sabin from Boston, Massachusetts. And finally, another United Nations update from Varsha Subramanian. China disregarded Western criticism on its treatment towards the Muslims' Uyghur community living in Xinjiang on Wednesday at the UN Human Rights Council. In a speech at the Council, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken said that the cruelty imposed upon the Uyghur Muslims in Xinjiang would be condemned by the Biden administration. Dominic Raab, Britain's foreign minister, also denounced China's persecution of the Uyghur Muslims. In response to these accusations, China's ambassador to the United Nations in Geneva, Chen Zhu, said that countries like the UK, USA, Canada, Germany, and others have made false and exaggerated claims about China. Moreover, Xu said that China rejects these attempts countries are making to interfere in China's internal affairs. According to experts in the UN, China has detained at least a million Muslims in concentration camps in Xinjiang, with evidence that people are used as forced labor and women are being forcibly sterilized. In Dubai, UAE, I'm Varsha Subramanian for WTBU News. That's it for this edition of WTBU News Today. Be sure to tune in to our full program every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern over on WTBU Radio, including later tonight. On behalf of Gabriela Lopez, Megan Gregoire, Stella Lawrence, Alex Corey, and Varsha Subramanian, I'm Will Andronico, reporting from Boston, Massachusetts, for WTVU News.